0: Hey all you Rad Dads out there.
1: Hey what's up everyone, Rad Dad Brett here bringing you another episode of the Rad Dads Show. On this episode Christian's joined by Bunny Racket's King Bunny to chat parenting and of course the power of rock and roll. King Bunny discusses how he uses his big ears to listen to his kids, shares his story about working with Robbie Krieger of the Doors, and emphasizes the importance of staying rad and showing our kids how to have a good time through rock and roll. So grab a carrot or two, sit back, and enjoy King Bunny on the Rad Dad Show.
0: Okay, welcome to the Rad Dad Show. Who are you?
2: Hello, Christian. I'm King Bunny, and it's a pleasure to be here, my friend.
0: Give us a bit of a background of, of who King Bunny is.
2: Well, apart from being the father of many, many children, which is probably what makes me a Rad Dad, I'm a busy bunny, you know. I make rock records for little tackers. Uh I like to invite all my rock and roll friends to come along and and uh, create music that we can play to our kids, all the kids, and uh, yeah, have a good time. We we uh, we have rock and roll shows. We we do all sorts of stuff. We record videos. We're we're we're, we're a rock and roll band. Yeah, well, bunny. Why, bunny
0: why yeah. is rock and roll important? Why do, why do you bring rock and roll to the kids? Well, rock and roll, We
2: all, I think we can all agree that rock and roll is very important across the board for um, uh, being a great leveler of people, bringing lots of people together, um, giving us all something to share, uh, pumping up our tyres. Uh, rock and roll is just, it's always been very important for me as a young bunny growing up. And uh, I just couldn't, couldn't grow up without bringing that along with me, you know. I remember when my, my first friend started popping out bunnies all over the shop and there were bunnies everywhere, running around, hopping all over the place. And all I could hear came with these bunnies with the sound of this really naff little baby bunny music. And it's kind of cute for the first couple of months. And then after a while, it's like, ah, I need to rock. I need to roll, and I need to share this with all these little bunnies, which is kind of what I decided to do, and it's been my life mission to rock and roll with all the little bunnies.
0: Awesome! We love it. That's why you're here. That's why we're having a chat with you. What can you can you can you, can you talk about a little bit about your rock and roll influences? Who are they? You know, I could I could bring
2: out all my records, and we could have a big record party. But I, I guess I I grew up on a strict diet of. Uh, the Ramones and Black Sabbath, um, that was my thing. But these days, it's kind of, you know, I delved deep down into the uh, Monster Magnet, uh, Caius, uh, Stone, a Rock world when I was growing up. And um, that influenced me to, to go even further back to Captain Beyond and Blue Oyster Cult. And I don't know, man, if there's a riff, there's a riff and and something fun on there. And it's um, I can be influenced by all sorts of stuff. You know, it doesn't even have to be rock and roll. I can be influenced by a sunset or influenced by a ride on the back of a motorbike or, you know, anything that influences me to pick up a pen or pick up a guitar and start writing something, then, then that's great, you know. But, yeah, musically, it's just all the rad rock stuff that came out when I was a little fella
0: is that like, so what are are your influences in your in your writing where did chicken is not a fruit come from
2: where did that come from that's uh that came from uh school really i guess i just wanted to i remember when i was first doing the the writing process and i had a lot of friends saying you know king bunny should really make this educational because that's what people want they want their children to be uh they want they want their children to listen to something and leave a little bit smarter and i thought that's going to be difficult for me because I was never any good at school and I hardly went. So I just had to think of the things that I knew. And that was something I knew a chicken was not a fruit. Well, I didn't always know that, but I, I learned that early on. And I thought if I can pass my knowledge onto all these little bunnies and all these children of the world, the world's going to be a better place. Now, I think, I think I've done that to some degree. You know, I know when I ask kids at, at our shows, is a chicken a fruit? Most of the time, they'll say, no. I'll say, that's right. Welcome to school, rock school with King Bunny.
0: Yeah, thanks for educating the kids. What would we do without you, King Bunny? Well, it's important. I know that. I know that. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a rad dad? Besides being a rock and roll king, do you consider yourself being a rad dad outside of when you're rocking?
2: I would say I consider myself a rad dad at... at uh, probably 90% of the time um, last night I threw out a big box of lollies. Cause a bunch of my little kids wouldn't go to bed. And I felt, I didn't feel like a rad dad at that stage felt like an angry dad. and I was going, ah, get to bed. What am I going to do? I just threw these lollies over my shoulder into the bin and that those moments, not so rad, but often, Very rad. On the weekends I've been teaching my oldest guy, Wolfie, how to surf. So I feel like a very rad dad most mornings of the week at the moment, just pushing him into waves and cheering and watching him surf them into the beach. And I feel super rad and I feel that's my calling, you know, doing those fun things. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a tide goes in, tide goes out with being a rad dad. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, that's you try good. and
2: stay true to your radness, which I tr- always try and do. But you know, sometimes it gets the better of you. Sometimes things, other things, are more rad than you.
0: That's a good, a good analogy. I love it. Well, you, our, a friend of our, you know, a, a colleague of ours, a yeah, connection we talked about, Brant Bjork. He had a say. He has a saying that he left with us. He says, "Be a be a glad dad, be a rad dad, not a mad dad, or a sad dad, or a sad dad." Yeah. Yeah, well, he's a very rad dad. Did he learn that? Rad dad. What's that? Did he learn that from you, or, or is that something that he? I don't think down? so. He was a he was a dad before me,
2: so he must have figured that out himself. He's a smart guy, that Bram Bjork.
0: Yes, his yes. kids
2: are very cool. His kids Swan and Brazil are fantastic little fellas. I remember them when they were running around the desert as little tackers,
0: and he was always a rad dad. Always super chilled. Pretty rad. Did, Inspiring. Did you, did you learn some stuff, some dad stuff from him?
2: <laughs> I reckon I did. I reckon I did. Brant has a knack of being true to his own ways and his, himself. And I think that shines through to his kids. You know, his kids are very independent and they're very cool. And, you know, you're talking about a pretty independently cool guy, Brant. So, yeah, he's a rad dad.
0: What are some traits that make, make one a rad dad? What do you have to have? I think you've got to have big ears and not
2: not just big ears like this, but big listening ears. Like you want to listen to your kids. You want to hear what they've got to say. And it's easy to not do that. I find it's easy to sort of go, no, no, man, trust me. I got this, I've done this before. I've been here for ages, you know? And they're like, no, but I really want to do this particular thing. And you're like, if you can listen, you learn a lot of stuff yourself you know like if you get led on these little paths by your kids you kind of end up in places you wouldn't normally end up and i think you know that from having kids anyway like you there's no you cannot sort of decide not to do that and if you do your life is tough um but listening man yeah listening listening to the kids makes you rad and it <laughs> keeps you young
0: yeah listening to the kids and listening to the rock and roll right yeah yeah. In uh, in what ways has be, being uh, becoming a dad changed you?
2: Wow, it's uh, it's definitely ch- it changes all the time. But like in the biggest ways, where I th- thought in the beginning I would have a little less freedom to do things, I found that I've e- ended up having more freedom to be a kid myself, which has been actually a really cool thing. Uh, I guess. I, when I first had my, my first son, he's, he's Wolfie, um, I was kind of worried about, like I used to spend a lot of time touring and playing music and traveling around. And and I thought, oh, this is gonna really change things, isn't it? I, I kind of knew that, which was kind of a precursor to uh, getting ahead of the tide and and writing rock, rock riffs for kids so I could continue my life in the studio and and on the road to some degree. Um, but, but yeah, I guess it, it made me reevaluate what was important and, um, being away all the time wasn't that important to me. It turns out I'm quite happy being here in the borough. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, I've built this, this nice, uh, little studio for me and my, my brood and we hang out here and we make a hell of a lot of noise and we have a whole lot of fun. Every now and then I go and play gigs, but most of the time it's in here just uh, turning it up. So, yeah, it was a change that uh, was welcome. It was a welcome change.
0: But you still tour, correct? You still, still rock in the desert and whatnot? Mm,
2: a big question because I, I'm down in the rainforest in Australia at the moment and uh, ain't no one touring at the moment, man. It's pretty quiet on the touring front. I think I've played maybe four gigs this year. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope to be touring again soon. So, yes, uh, I do play shows, but a lot of them are close to home at the moment. So uh, that's nothing to do with being a bunny, only to do with the state of the world at the moment. Right. Uh, and, you know, more so the state of my part of the world. It's tough, tough yeah. to be in
0: rock and roll right now. Oh, uh, that, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> your thing, right? What? Yeah, let um, it down. So, like, it, like when you were touring, it like how did you know you deal with being away from the that the tackers? What do you call them? tickers? Tackers. <laughs> tackers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, I'm often happy to be away from them for time period of time because when i come back i'm like super dad which is also rad and when i'm away i'm I'm surrounded by many other tackers as well so it's it's there's no shortage of children in my life um and saying that when i do tour it's never for really long periods of time you know it's it's uh i'm often a weekend warrior you know i'll go away for three or four nights of the week days my gigs these days are daytime gigs which is also quite good because my nights are free and being nocturnal having a free night is like it's like money in the bank man it's nice (laughs) being away uh, with my other crew of of rock and roll rabbits is always a lot of fun but yeah i mean you could ask me that in a year when we're back on the road My my oldest two are uh, seven and four so i haven't really been away for any long stints in the last couple of years. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: I'll probably yeah. take them with me. You know, Sweet. I do. Oh, so,
2: yeah. it's fun. Yeah.
0: Or like you said, get away, you know, when they turn into teen- teenagers, those bratty teenagers, and you know, maybe you're you're gone. <laughs> and I'll be like, so you know. Did you have any fears about becoming a dad? I sure
2: did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think... I think that was wise to think about. You might, you know, the fears of of um, what are you going to lose when you've got such a great life, and you're having such a great time, and you know that this this big tide's coming that is kids, and it's coming at you. It's coming at you. It's really exciting, but really daunting, and um, then it sort of engulfs you, and you're like, and then. It just becomes like this normal chaos you know which is also quite beautiful um but yeah the fears i can not even forget what they were now like but it, yeah it was definitely that loss of independence but you know what you can keep your independence you just uh, maybe got a couple of little things on the way on, on the road with you you know it's okay um i wouldn't change it f- for the world uh, you know 90% of the time wouldn't change it for the world man <laughs> that's
0: good that's a yeah it's, uh, yeah it's, it's funny how those, those fears i just I'm just curious you know i had fears uh but yeah they just kind of go away once you kind of get in the the mix of things right you just kind of well, you get, don't really have
2: time to think about your fears anymore do you no <laughs> get your fear no. gone, man it's kind of like <laughs> Yeah, I remember no- those. Fears. I remember when I had time to fear things. That was great, you know.
1: Like
0: <laughs> that's history. Yeah, there's there's no point. I remember just the first day, like taking him home. Uh, like I have one son, and so like I was terrified to go home from the hospital. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing at all because I really didn't grow up around babies or, or I didn't know. Him. And my, my both my parents uh, were not really involved in in my life, so it was just like <laughs> okay. Yeah. No manual for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Start from scratch. You just deal with it. You just deal with it. What are some of the most rewarding aspects of being in a dad?
2: Oh man. Uh, those big wins, you know, like, uh, like I was saying, like Wolfie and I've been surfing a lot and, and, and the first, the first, uh, great little peeler he got like straight through to the sand. He jumped off his board and I I was like, we're doing a great job, bro. This is awesome. You know, like that is super rewarding. And, you know, like watching them do things that you wish you could have done, you know, like uh, playing gigs. Uh, You know, I've had my like a few of my kids on stage and we're doing gigs with their guitars and, you know, like chugging along. It's like, yeah, man, this is so great. We're doing this together. This is not just me, you know. We're we're into this. Uh, I find it super rewarding, man. I I love it. Like I, I love it ninety percent of the time, you know. And <laughs> and um, disclaimer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I like I get up and I get up fairly early, a lot earlier than my kids. And those little feet and down into the burrow, and they're like, hey, and they just come in and I jump on the drum kit and it's just like instant chaos first thing in the morning and I kind of love that as well 90% of the time Um, and it's you know it's it's a rewarding job most of the time you know most of the time it's really great and and you get a lot of um, you know it's nice being a bit of a hero with your kids doing some really great things thinking what can I do that's just going to turn everything into just good times right now and just like putting your mind in that that zone of going. All right, guys, got a great idea. We're jumping in the old car. We're going to see a show. We're going to we're going to the beach. We're going to the skate park. We're just going to do some great stuff and stuff that I like doing as well. So, yeah, it's smiles all around, man.
0: I got a lot of kids, so phew, busy, busy <laughs> dude. I. Uh... You know, and that's kind of what Rad Dads is about, uh, you know, Rad Dads Edmonton. The stuff that we do is kind of having opportunities for dads to to do stuff that they like with their kids. How important is that? Is that something that you're really conscious of? Or, and uh... I think it's
2: so important. I think what's important is showing your children how to have a good time and how to relax. Like you show them by leading, you know, so... Um, you don't want to be stressed out and be going, oh, okay, all right, I'll take you to the skate park. Just don't hurt yourselves. You know, put your put your, put all your helmets and stuff on. But if I, if you hurt yourself, i be really disappointed. Last weekend I had to take you to the hospital. That was horrible. You know, you don't want to be that guy. You want to be like a racer to the end of the pump track, you know, like that guy. <laughs> That's yeah. And if, if we fall off, we fall off. Um, actually, speaking as such, they just built this great pump track. Skateboarding pump track uh near the boroughs here. Um, and there's always heaps of rad dads with their kids just like racing each other around this thing. And I think um I think last weekend it was four broken wrists for the over (laughs) forties.
0: I should laugh,
2: but having a great time. Don't worry, fellas.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's actually been a resurgence too. With like I'm, I'm turning 44 and so a lot of my friends or the dads that I kind of hang out with, we skateboarded yeah. back in the day. And so we have now the funds and we, we built a, a mini ramp. And so we have access to this mini ramp and some of that we have like a dad skate night, but we also bring the kids one day. And yeah, there's been a few not broken bones, but <laughs> some hurt yeah. egos yeah. <laughs> yeah. of yeah. dads. Yeah, um, so, how do you like, um, you know, that your, your kids are? Some of them pretty young. So, have they kind of done their own, started to do their own thing? I guess, I guess, where I'm trying to go with this particular question is, um, you're introducing them to skateboarding and surfing and that sort of thing. Is there something that they're into that you're really not that into? That makes
2: sense. Oh yeah, I'm not the boss when it, I'm, I'm definitely not the boss when it comes to all things cool. I like that. That early on, I was these days it's just like, Hey dad, you know, I, uh, I just brought home this Pokemon cards from school and I'm just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Show me those Pokemon cards. I'm like, yeah. Wow. they are super rad. Um, cool. Um, but that's important too. Like you got to support what they're into and their mates, man, their mates have so much sway. So just get behind it, I guess. Like, I yeah, mean, it, it would be great if it was all rock and roll, skateboarding, and surfing. But it ain't gonna be like that, you know. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to sit through some ballet lessons and and all sorts of stuff. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm what into that too. I want to learn new things. I want to learn about Pokemon,
0: man. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon's cool. Ten percent of the time, maybe. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, can please. you describe the relationship with your dad?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My My dad, um, he was a rad dad. He was a, he was a supporter. He was into, he was into, uh, like muscle cars and not really into rock and roll so much. He was more into marching bands, which, uh, you know, I was a kid that wasn't in a marching band. So that might've been disappointing to him. You know, the, (laughs) like, he'd be like, um, he was old school. Um, but yeah, he and I were good mates, absolutely. Uh, he was an air force guy. So he was, he was super into flying. He was always, he was flew helicopters in his later years. He died two years ago at the beginning of all this COVID mess. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a blow, but what a rad dad he was. He had many, many children as well. And you know, old bunny flying helicopters that that's rare, you know, that's great. So he lived his his best life, and he passed on some some good hacks along the way because he's the legend. Nice. And, um yeah, yeah, got to hang out with all his grandchildren, got to do all those fun things, and then he checked out.
0: Yeah did did you like did 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 he influence the way your parenting style? I think I think he did. You know, like you got to check yourself
2: a lot of the time, right? Because you personally. I can hear myself and I just go, was that my dad (laughs) there? That sounded a lot, you know? And it's usually the stuff you go straight to because it's like imprinted in there. Like, you know, words, words that you use or actions that you use or, you know. My my, uh, wife, Poppy, um, has a problem with the kids at the moment calling her mate. They say, g'day, mate, to their mum. And that's not great. It's not great, but my dad used to always say that to me G'day, mate. How are you this morning? Hey, eh? feeling the right? <laughs> wrong? I kind of think I've been doing that most mornings. G'day, fellas. What's going on? Hey, eh? so they go to the, they wake up and their mum says, Hey, boys, how are you, beautiful kids? And they're like, G'day, mate. Good to see you, mum. <laughs> on your love. Probably not the greatest, um, the greatest thing in the world, but you know, definitely part of my father. Yeah. Did he pass
0: any good dad jokes down to you,
2: mate? He was constantly offending and um, cracking horror jokes. Um, I can't think of any at the top of my head, but it was yeah. He was he was the the classic dad joker, you know, yeah. you know, like oh, I feel like a sandwich. You don't look like one, mate. That all the time. <laughs> you,
0: know?
2: you couldn't say a thing around it. Just pop up and. To I uh, have that thing myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Let's shift a little bit to Bunny Racket. You know, what's, you know, what's next for you? Are you doing new music, recording new stuff? I know the we pandemic's been, been, been
2: tough. Recording a party record. So the beginning of all this lockdown-y, pandemic-y bizzo, um, we had we're actually coming over to your part of the world we had uh, a heap of shows up the west coast of the states and we're coming up into canada as well um and it was kind of a long time putting it together and obviously the wheels fell off that train <laughs> and um we were like oh no what are we going to do uh and with all the the money that we put into tickets and visas and all that sort of stuff we 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 finished off that uh, space album that we did, and I, I'd re- actually recorded that with uh, Brant Bjork and Robbie Krieger and Ed Mundell uh, a couple of years earlier, but it was seemed like a good time to put it out, you know, when everyone was stuck at home. So that that album is out, um, and now the new one we're working on is a party record. Bunny Racket knows how to party, and that's just a its kind of like anthems, party anthems for when everything frees up and we can get in the right it's kind of it sounds like Turbo negro but it's just like Turbo negro for
0: little kids you know oh that's it's sick pretty, pretty fun <laughs> i like playing the songs you, yeah to start a, a jugan club just like them <laughs> that's
2: right I think yeah there's a couple of badges on that <laughs> there yeah how did yeah.
0: yeah yeah now that you kind of jogged my memory like yeah robbie crewe from the doors how did that happen
2: oh that was that was kind of one of those funny things where uh, that was random. Uh, I was over in Joshua Tree with Brant and we were we were recording Rock and Roll Animals and, uh, yeah, we had a fellow by the name of Harper Hug who was uh, mixing and uh, he was engineering the, the album, basically, and um, he did a full week with us and then on the weekend he was going back to L.A. to work as an animal it was putting together an analog studio for robbie krieger and he said oh, i'm working with robbie krieger from the doors and i was like wow that's cool he goes you mind if i pass him on some of these demos he really he's really into getting music to the kids and stuff you know he's like behind school music programs and all the stuff i'm like dude please pass it on so he came back on the monday and we were sort of in the studio for maybe a couple of hours like you know, mucking around and Harper goes, Oh, by the way, man, I uh, I passed on your demos to uh, to Robbie and he loves him, man. He wants to play in the record. And I was just like, Is this LA talk? That, that, that's gotta be LA talk, I'm like, Man, what do I gotta do to make that happen? He's just like, Oh no, just once we've once we've wrapped it up, he'll what do you want him to do? I'm like, I want him to play guitar in it, dude. What do you think? He's like, Okay, I'll ask him. And sure enough, Robbie was like, Oh yeah, let's do it, man. So he put down all the lead tracks and had a little play around with with all the songs and made them sound. And uh, like like Brown said, it's like he, it was like it was still 1968 when he was playing the guitar. You know, he's still got it. And then after that, once the album was finished, he was into it, uh, and he said, "You got to come back out here, man, and spend some more time." And I was like, "Well, it's difficult for me because I have a." Gang back in um, back in Australia, so to be anywhere for a long period of time, kind of need to be working and and living somewhere to really get into it. And he said, "Okay, what do you what what do you do other than rock and roll?" And I said, "I I'm a stonemason." And he said, a "Bunny stonemason?" I said, "Yeah, man." And he's just like, "What does that look like?" And I showed him some photographs of some work, and he said wow you know what Andy King Bunny I'm uh restoring my old house in Beverly Hills and it needs some stonework would you like to come over and do the project and I said yeah man so I brought over a team of bunnies we got a house in Venice and we just worked and worked in Robbie's house for a few months and went in the studio at night and just sort of put this together. I had all my family with me and we just ran around making making Chaos in, in Los Angeles. And that was how we put together the Space album. Like we finished doing his house and he was stoked. And then he said, here's my studio. Um, go for your life, man. So yeah, I just invited other friends over to help put that together when we were doing that. That's it was amazing. a lucky of event. It was kind of like, it was like, uh, you know, I do this, I initially did this to uh, keep busy with music and to share my favorite things in in the world and all the things I loved when I was a kid. I, you know, I loved BMXs and I loved skateboards and I loved rock and roll and I loved um, you know crazy TV shows like The Goonies and 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 ET and all those stuff. I'm like, how can I bottle this and just make this. Because whenever I think of childhood, all those things make me just go, oh yeah, man, how good was being a kid? So to try and condense all that into this one little package that can be just, another package in your life when you're a kid, like that bunny racket package is pretty fun. Let's let's jive with that for a while. So to be able to do that felt like I was being a kid again because, you know, I love the doors. Like I'm sure everybody at some stage in their life has a little doors moment, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh yeah. So to be working with those guys and, you know, not to mention Brant, Brant, you know, he's a legend to work with Brant's great fun. And we had Ed Mundell from Monster Magnum on there. So it was kind of me with with those guys in Robbie's studio making an album. I was the kid, man. I was like, oh, yeah, this. I'm the kid. And this is my my gift to myself. This is unreal. Yeah. Oh, that's an like
0: awesome story. Good for you. That was so cool. Yeah, Um the um. So uh, I was enamored by that story. I totally had a Doors moment in grade eight. <laughs> oh man, I think we all did at some yeah. stage. <laughs> when the Val Kilmer movie came out, I was like obsessed, oh, yeah. and then I, I consumed as many books that I, as I could about that. Did you that write, band did, you write of, did you write a lot of bad poetry? <laughs> no, I didn't go that far, but <laughs> definitely not the Lizard King King it <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back and look at old diaries and go, "Ooh, being twelve <laughs> was hard." <laughs> do you have plans of then touring, coming back, or doing that kind of West Coast look,
2: thing? Or? No plans as yet. Uh, hopes and dreams for sure. Uh, it just—it depends on how things sort of pan out. I'm—I'm I'm sure it'll happen soon. But it—it it, was—it—it's not. Well, I do everything independently, so. All the albums, all the touring, all the everything, I just put together here and just take it out myself. And it it might be, it'll probably happen at some stage where I get help doing all that stuff. But for the time being, that's kind of what I like to do, you know, like keeps me busy and keeps me focused and it gives me a job with all this. And, um, yeah, so to put together that was on the back of a a bit of momentum. And momentum's kind of... Mm kind of slow at the moment it's just sort of bubbling like we haven't finished this new album haven't been playing shows like playing shows makes me feel like we're like moving and doing stuff and you know and and getting in kids ears and and like you, you know like there's every year there's a new group of kids that are old enough to sort of get into rock and roll so it's like you, you're just continually fueling this fire of kids just like come on guys let's do this so I've got to get that happening again before I get back out on the road. That'll feel better to be uh, getting it happening locally. This is how I always do it. I play at the, there's a daycare center around the corner and a couple of primary schools around here. And and the three of us that play in uh, Bunny Racket these days, it's myself, Space Bunny, who plays in a band called Goons of Doom as well. Boom Boom, who plays in Wolf Mother. So the three of us get together, play these shows at daycares, all our kids are at daycare and primary school together. So uh, there's a whole gang of these little crazy uh, little bunnies running around this town that I live in called Bangalore. Um, and this little dugout, we all live in little dugouts around the place. So they, yeah, what, once what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> without mincing words, is we just want to start playing at the local daycare center again, then we'll know if things are on track, you know?
0: Yeah, Excellent. Get it. Get back in that groove.
2: Get back in the groove, man. Get the kids
0: crazy again. You know it. Last question here, King Bunny. Are there any words of wisdom you'd like to leave for any dads or future dads out there listening?
2: I don't know. I don't consider myself full of wisdom, really. But I would just say, um, you know, I think you've nailed it by, by staying rad. Like, that's important, man. Stay rad. Don't let the hard times get the better of you stay rad. It's best for everyone. It's best for you, best for your wife or your significant other, best for your kids, best for their mates, best for everyone. It's like a community vibe of radness. If you can stay rad and spread that radness out to everyone, it's good times all around, man. Like that's what we're going for here. You don't be a dad just to sit around and be your, old, be your old man. You be a dad to see what you can do and see if you got it. You got it. We've all got it. You all got a bit of radness. I don't know. Probably not much wisdom in that, but
0: well, be cool, stay rad. All the wisdom in stay rad. Yeah, that's right, man. All right, King Bunny, thank you so much for your time. want it. So
1: all right, that was King Bunny on the Rad Dad Show. Thank you so much to Andy Walker, a.k.a. King Bunny, for joining us. And thank you for listening. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you drop us a review on iTunes. And if you're looking for more Rad Dads content, find us wherever you get your podcasts or give us a follow on social media. On Instagram, you can find us at, at rad underscore dads underscore show and on Facebook and Twitter at, at raddadshow. And now you can also look us up on YouTube for some video interviews as well, including this one. Lastly, Rad Dads is first and foremost a community organization aimed at positive parenting. And you can check out what we do over at raddadsyag.com. That's raddadsyeg.com. Thanks for tuning in. In the meantime, and in between time, stay rad.